We, Sonia and Januni, are a couple of pals studying science in undergrad. We are not professionals. Though every episode is meticulously researched, mistakes do happen. If you notice that anything, and we mean anything, we state is inaccurate, please let us know. Your comments, suggestions, and queries are important in furthering our personal and audience's understanding of science. Thanks for being a part of this discussion. We appreciate you. We really do. Bop, bop. Beep, bop, bop. Januni, how are you doing? I'm great, Sonia. How are you? I'm not too bad. It's, it's warm outside or maybe just in my room because the light's kind of shining on my face. It is warm outside. Yeah, yeah I haven't been outside today. Okay. That's, uh, I, I need to go on my walk, though. I'll do okay. that after a call. We love that. I love that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> that's, that's my day. Uh, yeah. My day was great. Thanks for asking. Um. <laughs> I was getting into it. I'm glad you're doing well. How the doggos? The doggos are great. How's uh, the meow? The meow. I'm not <gasps> going to lift him up. He's been sleeping. He's been so cuddly. <laughs> okay, we'll put him down. Sorry, buddy. That is the other guest. Um, that's Speaker Bro's guest star today. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you. Anyways, guys. Um, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Beaker Bros. Um, yeah. Where we drink out our beakers. Because we're bros. Think. Can I also show you? I need to show you this. I'm trying to find birthday. if I have a cup. No, oh. I don't. My birthday, my friends got me a beaker mug. Oh, that's fun. Is that from the, the campus store? This one, I think Amazon question mark, you said. Okay. But yeah. Um, but anyways, um, on this week's episode, we're, I mean, it is time. It is summertime. People are traveling um yes people are going vacations and all that fun stuff but some there's also a part of people what am I trying to say there's also a group of people that are going to volunteer in other countries also known mm. as volunteer tourism or volunteerism yeah. and that's what our episode is about <laughs> absolutely I think that was a great little introduction there Junini. there's been a lot of um what's the word um misconceptions surrounding volunteerism the past couple decades and we wanted to shed some light on some of the, the research surrounding what it is and um, its effects on different communities internationally. I love that. Um, maybe before we get into the impacts of volunteerism, um, Zania, what is volunteerism? Great question, Januni. So there's a lot of uh, definitions for what volunteerism is. One word we have here, we just grabbed from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, but we'll elaborate on it a little bit. So volunteerism or volunteer tourism is the act or practice of doing volunteer work as needed in the community, where it could be either where someone may typically, you know, vacation, or it may be in some sort of remote community. And uh, yeah, that's the definition that they have uh, over here. And typically these volunteer tourism or volunteerism is run by different organizations. They can often be quite expensive depending on the organization that you go with or for how long you go for. Yes. And yeah, that's uh, volunteerism. I remember like back when I was like 16 or like 15 and looking into like volunteerism and stuff because I thought it was like really cool. Um, I didn't realize that you had to pay. And I was like, well, wait, I'm volunteering. Where do I have to pay? And I was like, I, it, it made sense because you are volunteering your time and like your money also. But I, it, you're kind of right. It is expensive at times. Yeah. And for a lot of the organizations that currently exist that run these volunteerism trips, they are for profit organizations. Mm -hmm. So um, 
yeah to you know not to nitpick whatever but like certain ones I think like majority of the funding goes back to the organization and obviously like there is some fees that go toward um, like paying for local hostels and local tour guides and folks and contributes to like whatever community project that's going on but for the most part a lot of them are run by for-profit organizations which is why it's so expensive and oftentimes the money that you're contributing whether it be like two three four five thousand dollars whatever it is it's not going to uh, it's not as effectively being used as it could be if you were making like a direct contribution to whatever community project I guess that like can start off as being like literally one of the negative impacts of volunteerism right like Mm -hmm. yes there's that whole aspect of like the money that you're putting into it doesn't directly go into those host communities versus like and making that impact versus like it goes back to the organization Mm -hmm. yeah Um, sorry were you gonna say something oh I was gonna ask um I have a couple of um, articles pulled up here that sort of talk that are either like scoping reviews or just qualitative researchers that comment on people's experiences of uh, volunteerism. But I was wondering before maybe I get into those, if you had any research that you pulled up of some of the negative aspects. Yeah, so like one of those two, like how you were talking about how the money goes for the organizations, not towards the host communities. There's also an aspect where there's a neglect on locals' desires. So the whole aspect of like volunteers going there and not like, yes, you have that volunteers doing all what they want to do. And it was really cool because I was reading this one article and I was talking about how like volunteers are not longer doing it for altruism, but more for like self-gratification. And I was like, really? Like there's, I mean, this can be a whole different podcast topic, but there's no such thing as altruism. Like mm-hmm. when you really look at it, it's all there's always something going to benefit back to that person so I mean that's a whole sorry there was a book I don't know if it was you that was talking about it is about like the idea of altruism I don't maybe maybe it wasn't you I think it was me okay but anyway sorry continue yeah but like it was just one of those aspects where like people like volunteers are going there and doing that and just like there's a whole part of like is that what the locals wanted right like yeah there is an aspect where what the volunteers are doing can be beneficial for them but there's a whole aspect of like First, the volunteers, like to volunteer, there's no qualification or like scale requirements you need to do, like building houses and stuff like that. Like you really don't need any skills. So when that comes, like sometimes the work is just not that good. Like realistically, like they don't have the qualifications. The work that they're doing is not great. And also like, because they don't have that skill set, it can like hinder the work progress, right? Like Mm -hmm. it maybe can be faster if someone else was doing what actual skill sets, but if when it's not, it just hinders it and, or like, it's just not good enough. And there's that whole other aspect of like, yes, we have volunteers going to do it, but it can also impact the local local economy, not like national economy, like the local economy where why couldn't they allow like local members of that community to do that instead of having volunteers come for that. So it's kind of putting um, people out of jobs within the local community of like they could be the labor, doing the labor and all that stuff. So there's also that impact of like, we really have to think about the host communities and like take it away from like volunteering. Cause like, okay, when I first looked up impacts of volunteerism, they immediately talked about, it makes you less stressed, great feeling about sense. And like, it literally focused all of that, like positive impacts on the volunteers. Not mm-hmm. once, like in my research where I was trying to come across like a quick Google search, did it really talk about the impact they might have on host communities and all that stuff. Like I really had to dig for this information to like, what is that impact on? like host communities so I think that's also like a really big thing where like volunteerism is like really 
kind of what's that word garnered towards the volunteers rather than the host communities and yeah terms. um I can't think of the word of what you're trying to say but I think I get the idea of where you're going from and I think um sorry were you done with your comment hey, I don't want to cut your flow off but um I think like all the comments that you said um, I think it also ties into some of the stuff that I found about the fact that volunteerism can be unsustainable because um, going back to the idea that we were talking about before we started recording this podcast, oftentimes um, like volunteerism organizations, they more so are geared towards giving handouts rather than giving like uplifting the community that they're working in. And these handouts, yeah, they can like, it's because of that, that sort of action it's not sustainable right like if you one organization is solely responsible for like funding community projects if that organization dips like what are you going to do like that's that's not sustainable and then the other thing that you were saying it also ties into the idea of like a white they're not white sorry but of um like a savior complex and if you look into um the research surrounding like a lot of the people that go on these volunteerism trips it's more often Caucasian individuals that come from um, upper or middle, upper, upper middle class or upper class. Like they come from a higher socioeconomic bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. And yeah, again, like not to judge the people necessarily that are going, but if it, well, obviously if it's like one group of people that are constantly like feeding into this sort of industry, it limits the diversity of perspectives and the good that can be done. If it's just like one group of people doing, like it's not taking into account the local desires, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. Yeah, kind of ties back to the whole like local desires and stuff too. Because I think I was reading on like one thing too, like how you say like upper, did you say upper class? Yeah, like, yeah. People Um, from wealthier families. Yeah. yeah. So there's the whole aspect where like most of the time, not most of the time majority of the time really like the volunteers that are going there to volunteer their time are from developed countries going to developing countries so there's this whole like conceptualization of like poverty and like how they view it and like being I guess like when they do it they're like oh my gosh I'm doing so I'm doing it adds the whole like savior complex where it's like oh I'm doing so much like good for the world and like yes that is amazing yeah you can be helping all that stuff and um initially like there is good intent with that there's no like or argument with that but you also have to look at the actual like I think there's like ignorance to it Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is where it's like yes it's amazing what you're doing and like again you can have great attention intentions and that's what it is but you have to look at like how it is impacting the community itself there's this whole aspect too where it's like when you go to host communities and stuff like local resources are drained in the sense where host communities are essentially like they want to be great hosts right like the families and stuff because sometimes like when you go like as a volunteer you would go and like live with the family so those families those host families might be like making sure like you're able to experience everything in their country or in their like local community giving all like all their like like they want to make the best dishes for you and all that stuff too right like there's that aspect where like instead of investing that to themselves, they're like putting it all on the volunteers because they want to like be great hosts and stuff too. So you kind of also have to look at that like aspect too. Um, yeah, I think that just like there is a underlying ignorance to mm-hmm. some of this. And I mean, for me too, like at one point, like I really wanted to do volunteerism and stuff. And I remember like, I remember just reading something and someone's like, I think it was like a post of like, 
if you um something like oh like apply to be this and like your little short sample of something is why is volunteerism bad and I literally in my head I went wait volunteerism is bad and I had to like pause myself and I was like where I think they like misspoke or like miswrote something but I literally had to like search this up and do it myself and I was like oh volunteerism is like it's not that great as much as like the media and world perceives right there's even like one point where so there's this whole thing where so there was this article from the Huffington Post that basically talked about how um Haitian is that how you say it Haitian yeah Haitian like parents Haiti yeah yeah so Haitian parents were basically told um, and some even like paid to send their children to live in like orphanages where they would receive healthcare and education and like basically told like they would have better opportunities at this orphanage. Um, but then the orphanage posted images of the children online to like solicit support and funds from like around the world. Um, and after like being rescued, basically the children were told that they were left hungry, they were beaten, um, some were forced to do heavy labor instead of actually going to school. And like, I mean, I guess you're all wondering like, what does this have to do with volunteerism? Basically all of this basically has where like volunteerism, especially at places such as orphanage, it's basically, it encourages like the children to be there and it encourages that, sorry, there is a flood. Um, it basically encourages how, it kind of shows how adult, in positions of like authority and power can take advantage of children for the benefit of volunteerism because it's like the whole like it's for profit organizations like a big like there's a big circle cycle of like okay yes they have children here and then because of that people like oh they want to make a difference so then organizations have post these pictures and they gain volunteers and it's just like a never-ending cycle where like it looks it's benefiting the wrong people mm -hmm. and hurting the people that need to be hurting even less if that makes sense yeah yeah i guess uh oh i had a comment hmm. oh i remember what i was gonna <laughs> sorry uh but um i actually don't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> okay basically i guess like really sum up my point was that how there is like we don't recognize that aspect of volunteerism like yes volunteers are not doing anything from that um but there is that like like that hidden truth of volunteerism like what's what really goes behind the scenes for to attract volunteers to come all the way to do all that stuff but yeah i don't know it, it is very sad and i like mm -hmm. after that i was like wow like that happened i didn't even know that was a thing and i was like wow okay yeah like for the, some people at least it's really unfortunate that like it stems from a desire to want to do good hmm. but it it what am I trying to say here like but the fact that some people are like a lot of issues that these organizations claim to try to address and fix like there's systemic issues so like it's not even the fact that like oh donate donating like x amount of dollars could cure whatever thing or solve whatever issue it stems from like war, it stems from like internal turmoil. And I guess like organizations when they're trying to profit off of, off of those ideas and say, we can cure or fix whatever problem that's going on. If you just, you know, pay $4,000 to come on this trip. I think that's, that's like immoral. I can't think of like any other word to describe yeah. it. No, you're right. But, but on the flip side of the coin, I think, we did talk a lot about um, 
<laughs> good thing you muted that would have been a loud sneeze but um we did talk a lot about um like sort of the negative consequences but what about maybe some of the i don't know the flip side of the coin where are there any benefits to volunteerism it's the whole thing of like if volunteerism was well thought out and sustainable then a volunteer's action like long term can have an impact Right. So um, there's this whole instance where so one example was instead of going abroad to teach English to students, why don't you use your resources and teach local teachers already living in that community to improve their English and their teaching methods instead? So there is like there are benefits of volunteerism, I think, for sure. But it's all about like how to alter their methods to benefiting the local, like truly benefiting the local community is what I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and also maybe even just actually learning about the new culture anywhere you go, right? Like respecting the culture. Um, it's, I think volunteerism does give you the opportunity to immerse yourself in the community and like surround yourself with like these people and doing activities. Um, and it might even help you give you uh, like a really good perspective on different global health issues, right? And like seeing the global inequity there is too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think one thing with um, like the interesting thing about global health, can you need, um, I know obviously that's like the master's program that you're uh, planning on starting up soon. Yes. Um, have you ever taken any, like other than, like in the global health courses that you have taken, have you, what am I trying to say? Like have any of your courses touched upon like mall and tourism or stuff like that? I don't think so actually. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, the reason why I ask is just because, like, like whether you're talking about like volunteerism or a lot of different things within like the humanitarian space, mm -hmm. it can get like pretty demoralizing when you realize like a lot of the biggest issues in the world can't be solved by like throwing money at it. And I think volunteerism is one of those things that um, really highlights that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But. But sorry, that was a little bit um, off topic, but, yep. but yeah, but going back to what you're saying about like some of the benefits that, yeah, it is important to recognize like some of those aspects, though they may be like super minuscule in comparison to like the monstrosity of disadvantages that come yeah. from it. Um, but I guess from like, sorry, I'm trying to gather my thoughts, but um, I keep apologizing. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> But um, maybe from like, maybe again, not from like bettering the community, but from like a personal perspective, I guess for some folks, it does open them up to some of the issues that are going on in the world. Like, again, if you come from a high income community, you probably haven't seen poverty or learned about it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you have learned about it, but like seeing and experiencing is a different uh, experience, I guess, than a especially also like coming from like a sheltered like lifestyle and being able to immerse yourself in that like it does give you a different perspective I would say like if you go in with an open mind and are able to immerse yourself in the community and really learn about all like the inequity and like the culture too it will allow you to like really I guess gain perspective is the best mm -hmm. way to say it. yeah <laughs> anything else you have you want to add about like advantages of volunteerism that's like I really like even from the research that I've done I can't see like there's more cons than there are pros yeah yeah 
um, there was a time in the media where volunteerism was praised and like, it's so great and amazing, right? But then you hear all these horror stories of like children and all that stuff where like really shines light on, I guess the reality of volunteerism, right? Yeah, and like it's, it's disgusting. Like, like you're like just from the, the Guardian article that you're saying, like that's that, like, what, why are you doing that to kids? Like Literally, it's sad and I would I wouldn't put blame on the volunteers or anything but like the organizations that really do all of us right that do it for profit instead of like actually wanting to make a difference and like instead of like helping the actual like host community trying to bring people and be like here like you make the difference you do something right just like that money could be spent in in just in a better way I think is the best way I can say it and that begs the question what is the better way I mean that whole example I gave you, right? Like instead of getting people, instead of volunteering, like us as English speakers to go and like teach English, right? Mm-hmm. right? Use our skills and we can teach the teachers there in the local community how to improve their English skills and teaching methods. Like there's ways that we can do that, right? Or like, instead of like having volunteers go there with actual skills, building houses, maybe teach the local community there how to like build houses and how to use the resources like responsibly and stuff like that too. There's yeah. methods of like, I think it's, I think it's primarily on, um, educating the local community better of how to use their resources and even educating them on different skill sets that they might not have the opportunity to have. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, it's not a matter of like finger pointing, like, yeah, no, doing no, this no, wrong. No, no, it's no, also, no. obviously, that's like, it comes from a sense of privilege, like, right? Like, we're privileged yeah. enough to receive this education and um, assuming that, like, in developing countries and local communities, they have, they might not have that privilege, right? And we, mm-hmm. I definitely think we come from a privileged background of receiving I mean we're in higher education right as women in STEM too right like we're like actually very privileged to even get to this point right and we're able to learn even like the basics of stuff like let's talk about how accessible it is to google how to change a tire on our phones right and so we need to do that that's a very specific example oh no I have CAA okay so that's my bestie (laughs) but in the case of like I need to like I can google it or something like that right like we have again, we come from a privileged, privileged background where we're able to do that, you know? Yeah, and I think it's also important to approach um, like humanitarian aid in general with mm-hmm. cultural perspective. Because um, I don't remember if um, when you took, did you take the 3Q03, the global health course at the same time? As do you? you remember? Not the same as you. Okay, then um, there's one article I remember reading um, it was basically talking about um, how, God, was it the polio vaccine? I don't know, but in like certain communities in, I forget what African nation it was, but um, there was like a lot of vaccine hesitancy because mm. of like religious reasons, like spiritual reasons, whatever. So what um, a lot of organizations, or not a lot, but what some of organizations tried doing is like connecting with community members and um, people of authority and respect. So the, in one of the communities that the article references, um, they they worked with, I think it was a, a shaman. I, I don't remember the okay. correct term for it. And um, like he was able to reach out to the community saying like, hey, this is what yeah. is really going on with this vaccine. It's not trying to like put a chip yeah. in you. Cause also with the, during the time, I again, I can't remember the country, but there was a lot of, um, mistrust in the government 
because there was um, like a lot of uh, conspiracy theories and fraud and um, like issues going on. So rather than like coming in as like a Western organization saying, you need to take this to end polio, they connected with the community members and that ended up being more effective. Yes, yeah. So I think what they, I think I remember this where they were building trust with the community leaders itself Mm -hmm. instead of trying to be like going straight to the community, like build a relationship with the community leaders and let them advocate for that. Yeah. Yeah. The term is definitely not shaman. I can't remember what it is, but it was someone of like spiritual authority that the community. I feel like ugh, the word is in my head, but I can't think of it. Do you know what article I'm talking about, by the way? Yes, I like, I remember, I remember, but I can't. Yeah. I think it might've been in Zimbabwe, but I can't remember specifically. I cannot remember. That's okay. It's not coming if I find up. it, I'll throw it in the comments or yes. the whatever reference doc. Um, but yeah. I think that is important. I think we should really focus on like education and I think building trust also with the community too. Mm-hmm. I think that is a better method of making a difference in these. Yeah, obviously it's easier said than done. Like, yeah. <laughs> two people like wiggling their finger yeah. and pointing or pointing our fingers at people mm-hmm. like we should change the system and do it this way. But no. it's definitely easier said than done, but it's important to have these conversations. Exactly change the status quo <laughs> well anyways i think that is a great way to end this episode any additional comments sonia um drink water hydrate that's not about the the, the podcast like that's the last comment i had just drink water it's important to stay hydrated okay well you heard sonia. that was all that came to mind because i need to drink water <laughs> Like this is a comment for me. I need to go drink water, but that's it. Um, okay. Bye. Bye.